0: hi everyone welcome to all in the show that exists to help educators remember why we do what we do here we go Today on All In, we're going to be listening in on two different conversations. The first conversation is going to revolve around a particular phrase that I believe that the educational community should probably leave behind. The second conversation is going to revolve around that all-important question, why should your kids care about your class? I hope that you enjoy the episode today. Let's go All in. No, no, I think that that's a, um, uh, that's a very overused phrase. I, I really think that a lot of, um, teachers and educators, they throw around that phrase. Um, I want my kids to have a lifelong love of learning. I want them to, uh, I want to instill in them this lifelong love of learning. Um, I, I really feel like that's an empty phrase. I feel like that that's a a misunderstanding of what they're going to go on to do with their lives um learning about the behaviors of bluebirds doesn't do anything for my career doesn't do anything to enhance my life because i already know what my what my purpose and my passion is so really what i want my students to understand is that i want them to understand that education is uh, especially in a in a school setting, it's that foundation. It's that uh, that jumping off point for them to go out and fulfill um, their true purpose. It's it's not about just having this general love of learning. Uh, I want my students to love doing. I want them to love accomplishing. I want them to absolutely love the journey of figuring out what they were made for, what they were created for, what they were built for, what their unique talents and their skill set really turns out to be and how they're going to go out there and use that as an avenue to be able to build a life for themselves and to be able to someday put uh, food on their on their family's table and put a roof over their head and provide for their family, but at the same time, um, to be able to to go out there and uh, make the world a better place. And that's really, that's what I try to preach. That's what what I try to preach every single year. So I, I really think that that's, it's an empty phrase. It's, it's a hollow phrase. I think educators need to trash it. I think that they need to understand that a, a lifelong love of learning um, doesn't necessarily get you anywhere. I want students to walk away from my class um, knowing that I equipped them with a specific set of knowledge and skills and abilities that will someday be a basis for what they choose to do. Whether that's becoming a doctor, a lawyer, the head of a charity, or a football coach, I mean, it doesn't matter to me, but I want students to understand that life is about accomplishing. And you know what? Learning will be A huge jumping-off point for them so what whatever they decide to engage in as their their purpose yeah they need to be learning about that I want them to love learning about that you know if, if they go on to become a heart surgeon I want them to to love learning about the human body because I want them to be obsessed with it because I want them to really feel like that that's hey this is my purpose this is my calling this is this is what I was built to do, and therefore, I'm obsessed at trying to be the absolute best that I can be because it's all about making the world a better place, right? It always goes back to that first, that first thing that I always try to tell the kids that, you know what, in geography class, we're learning about the world so that someday we'll be able to make uh, the world a better place. So that, so that we'll understand those basics, so that then we're equipped with the knowledge to be able to, regardless of what you choose to do, make the world a better place. But I want students to be absolutely obsessed and to love learning, just not love learning about anything. And I think that that's what a lot of educators do is they throw <coughs> they throw that phrase out there. and But they don't give any detail to it. and and so maybe maybe I should back off a little bit. I don't think educators should stop saying that. I just think that they should reword what they're really saying because again you know I know it sounds really off the wall but uh, me going out and learning everything there is to know about the behavior of Blue Jays it, it doesn't matter it doesn't that is not going to impact my life at all because I've already found what my purpose is in the classroom so I want kids to understand that what you decide that you're going to go out and do with your life, yeah, be obsessed with learning about that, but just going around saying, oh, I want my students to have a lifelong love of learning, that's, to me, that is so hollow. It is so hollow. We need to stop that. Well, the, the place to start <clears throat> is why should those kids care about your class? Why should they care about your class, really? Um, You've gotta understand that as a teacher, you're really in a position where you've gotta sell your class. You've gotta sell it to them. You've gotta sell the value of your class to them long term so that they really understand that long term, hey, this is how this class is going to help me go ahead and go on from here and build my life and build my purpose and be able to go out and use Um, All of these things that I'm learning in this class for the better to make the world a better place to fulfill my purpose You know, I could go on and on and on with that one Um, but going back to Selling your class You have to understand that you're in the game of selling your class whether you like it or not You can't just begin the school year and just say okay I'm just gonna start teaching lessons and this is it and you know what they need to learn it because this is the right way That it's done No, you you've got to convince them. All right. Um, I grew up in a household where I knew that there were going to be Very very negative consequences for me if I didn't perform well in school and you know what? Yes You still have some students who come from backgrounds like that today that they know that if they don't perform well in school That uh, something bad is gonna happen (laughs) when they get home And so that keeps them on the straight and narrow. It keeps them focused. Um, You know, yeah, fear can be a motivating tool, all right? To be honest with you, I don't put on my seatbelt every morning in my car because I'm afraid of getting pulled over by a cop, all right? I put it on because I know that there's a lot of bad drivers out there. And you know what? Regardless of how safe I drive, I could end up just completely... Um, run off the road by one of these terrible drivers at any moment and so I want to know that I'm doing everything that I can to um, make sure that I'm safe and so fear yeah that's gonna be a motive motivating factor for um, for some students to do well in school but you know what if we're squaring up with with reality and we're really being honest with each other. There's a lot of kids today that they're coming from from homes and backgrounds that, you know, that, that fear motivation is not there. And so what we've got to do is we've got to understand that we're not going to be able to use fear as, as any type of motivating tactic whatsoever. And so then that's when you turn to, you've got to approach it from the, from the positive instead of the negative. And, and when we look at that, where, you know, I'm gonna be using a little bit of terminology here from Simon Sinek, um, you've got a situation where you're not manipulating their behavior anymore. What you're doing is you're inspiring. So it's motivation versus inspiration. And and I feel like that could possibly be um, a much better tool to use for kids to to really own their own education. Especially once they get into that middle school range, and they're really beginning to think on their own, and they have left behind that that uh, that mindset of oh, I want to, I want to please my parents, I want to please my teacher, I want, you know, I want that praise. Well, in middle school, that starts to shift, and so that's where you've got to start using inspiration. You've got to start using um, selling tactics to convince them that your class really does have value for their life, not just in the here and now, but going forward and permanently. And you know what? You gotta be creative with that. You really have to be creative with that. If you're a language arts teacher, um, you know, I would encourage you uh, to make sure that you're selling your class uh, from the fact that regardless of what you decide to do with your life, if you are a master communicator, you're gonna be that much better at it. Whether you're a basketball coach, an architect, an engineer, own your own sporting goods store, doesn't matter, if you're a master communicator, you're gonna be that much better at what you do. And that's what language arts is all about, all right? So it's it's communicating, It's, it's not just verbally, but we're talking about the written word, in today's day and age, the typed word, we're talking about reading skills. So obviously you've got to find your own route depending on what you're teaching. But we have to be able to sell the value of our class to those kids. And, and I'm a huge Ed My fan. Something that he continually says over and over again is that when you're when you're selling something you don't need to convince that other person of your product. Well, think of your class as your product. That's it, that's what you're selling to your kids. The value of your class, and, and if you fail at that, you're gonna have a lot of kids that just don't see the point in it, and so they're not gonna give it their best, they're not gonna internalize whatever they learn in your class. They might learn it to be able to pass a test, but beyond that, they're not gonna remember it, they're not going to internalize it going forward. And so what Ed Milet says is that, you know, you don't have to convince someone of your product. What you really need to do is convince that person that you are convinced of the value of your product. And so that's where authenticity comes into the mix. If you're able to do that with your students on a consistent basis, um, you're gonna come off a lot more authentic towards your students because you're really speaking from the heart that, hey, you know what, I really do believe that my class can provide this type of value to you guys, not just for today, not just to pass Tuesday's test, but above and beyond, beyond high school, beyond college, and whenever you're out there fulfilling your purpose. So that's really what you've gotta to try to do. That's, you, you've gotta understand that you're not convincing them of the value of your class, you're convincing them that you are convinced. And to be honest with you, what that means is, you have to be authentic. You can't lie. You have to see value in your own class. If you don't see value in the class that you're teaching, um, then, then I would encourage you that you need to look elsewhere. Um, you really, really need to look elsewhere. So that's, that's something to ponder. Uh, you know, um, You're a salesman. You're a salesman. <laughs> You've got to sell. Sell, sell, sell. Uh, because, you know what? If you're not convincing them of the value of your class, it's, it's not going to end well, I can tell you that. Um, I really feel like my first five or six years as an educator, I didn't even really try to do that. Um, it was terrible. And you know, I, I don't feel like those five or six years was a waste, per se. But I wasn't living out my full potential in the classroom for the benefit of those kids. I wish I could hit the rewind button on my career and go back to the very beginning. But that's part of our journey, right? You know, that's part of figuring out, you know, why you're doing what you're doing you know, figuring out your why, back to Simon Sinek. Uh, figure out your why, start with why. You've gotta pull everything apart. These kids are more detail-oriented than what we think, and they see past the baloney, <laughs> to put it nicely. They see past the baloney. They they know when a class, when, when they're learning something in a class that has no value to them. And usually that's in a setting of them thinking about the here and now. Um, But I really want you to understand that, you know, you've got to get your students to where they're looking beyond future, beyond, 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 long term. And in order to do that, you really have to remind them on a a weekly basis. You have to remind them that, you know what, You you were made for great things. You have gifts and talents that you don't even know about that can be developed, and you have interest, and you have passions, and that's gonna lead you to not only making money, yes, making money is good, that's great, but when you can can take that and, and put it together with really fulfilling a purpose and going out there, and in some way, shape, or form, making the world a better place, then you've really found something. That's what it's all about, oh my goodness, gotta communicate that to them, not just at the beginning of the school year and not just at the end of the school year. It's gotta be a weekly thing because you know what? Us humans, we, we're, we're built on repetition, you know? If we're not continually reminding ourselves of something, then things start to go sideways pretty cl- pretty quick, you know? If you go an entire week of teaching without reminding yourself in the morning when you get up of why you chose to do what you're doing, yeah, you're gonna have a bad week. You're gonna have a bad week. That's why we're seeing so many educators quit is that they they really never found their niche and really had a full understanding of the type of impact that they could have on young people. Or, you know, I think there are a lot of people who go into teaching, but that just really wasn't their gift. It wasn't uh, their uni- unique skill set. They needed to find a different path, and that's fine. But we see a lot of teachers you know, they want to make a, a difference, but they burn out because they're not weakly reminding themselves of why they're doing what they're doing. And uh, we'll talk about that here in just a little bit about uh, reverse engineering your career, you know, starting at, you know, what, what do you really want at the very, very, very tail end of your career? What do you want from that? And so, yeah, we'll talk about that here in a second, but um, you gotta sell. (laughs) Going back to that, you gotta sell. Every single week, you've gotta be convincing your students um, that you're convinced that your class has real value, not just for them right now in this hour, but for them and their lives in the future, post high school, post college, and and living out their purpose, you know, (laughs) living the dream. I hope that you enjoyed the episode today, but more importantly, I hope that this episode encouraged you and inspired you. Um, Please, if you feel like that this show is worthy, like, share, subscribe. You can also find me on Twitter, Clint Mason. My Twitter handle is The All In Show, so you can find me there on social media. I'll be pumping out content every week. For now, this show will be a a once-a-month podcast. I just wanted to give all of you a heads up on that one. Just like many of you, I am trying my very best to juggle being the best husband, father, and teacher that I can possibly be. And so obviously, you guys already know this. As educators, we are busy, right? And I just want to leave you guys with some encouragement to always, always, always make sure you're waking up in the morning thankful for your job that you get to go do for the work that you get to go do for these kids. Keep in mind every single day why you got into this business and make sure that every day that you're going all in. Y'all take care.